Hey, everybody, this is Fred Ricciani of the TSC News Podcast. I sincerely appreciate y'all checking us out. For those wondering how you can access us, we're everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we're on it. We also have an official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the sports courier. Or you could just search my name, Fred Ricciani, or TSC News. Be sure to enable notifications so you never miss an update. We're also on Instagram at TSC News, Twitter at Sports Courier, Facebook.com slash the Sports Courier. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest TSC audio. Thanks for the intro. Um, you know, I can't say enough about the resilience of this team. Guys stepping up when they had to, and it's going to sound like a broken record, but that's what makes this team great. That's why they're world champs, is our best players stepped up in the most crucial and critical moments. You end up losing some guys, guys who are asked to step up. Um, I just can't say enough about how much I love this group. They played for one another. There's something really powerful about being a, some, being, being a part of something bigger than yourself. And you could see that the way that these guys competed. Love these players, love these coaches, and they're world champs. And I'm glad I don't have to listen to Gary give me any shit anymore. <laughs> coach, 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 your, playoff, your playoffs and the Super Bowl basically came down to the last minute. Yeah. How did you get your team mentally prepared and ready for the final seconds of this game? These guys did it. You know, they're, they're a mentally tough group. I think when you look at the Bengals, give Zach Taylor and that group a lot of credit. I have so much, you know, I love Zach Taylor. He's a close friend of mine. They played the same way that we did. We just found enough. You know, we found a way to make a couple more plays than they did. But, you know, it's, um, it's such a tribute to that group. Really just uh, appreciative to be a part of it. And these players delivered in a big way. Talk us through the preparation for that last drive where we saw Stafford and Cup. It was unbelievable. You know, we were able to go tempo, kind of regulated them and to be able to play some zones and a lot of the third down situations, they were kind of doubling him, especially once Odell went out. You know, they were able to really kind of just hone in on him. Um, but but Matthew and Cooper made, made the most of their opportunities in the most important and critical times. I thought the offensive line did a great job protecting. And then for AD to be able to finish it up, you know, when they went in the gun on the fourth down situation, you could see they probably weren't going to be able to run it. He had his opportunity and he delivered in a big way, and he's a world champ. Uh, you guys were, especially after Odell went out, you guys had to bring a lot of other players in. You kept trying to run the ball Yeah, a lot of trust in him. Uh, you wanted to put the game in, you know, one of your best players' hands, you, you know, the guy that you feel like has led you to where, uh, you know, for us to be able to get into this position, Jordan. Uh, give the Bengals credit. They did a great job. We didn't run the ball very well. Um, you know, not a lot of good situations I put our guys in, but when you had, had enough representative examples, you're saying, let's not bang our head against the wall again. Uh, I did think that a couple of the runs, you know, the one second down and two that Cam Akers had where he ended up converting and getting us to a first and goal from the eight was big. But really, they did a good job. You know, they're a tough run defense. They've done a great job of just getting timely stops throughout the course of the playoffs. But you put the ball in your best players' hands uh, when it matters the most, and that's what we did with Matthew. And he delivered in a big way, and he's world champ. Coach McVay. What's it like as a play caller when your cup had five touches on that last drive? You know you're in a spot where you got to get the ball in the hands of your triple crown winner. Yeah, you know, it was, a, it was a credit to he and Matthew being able to deliver Rashawn. I thought, uh, you know, we were able to get them in some more regulated looks where they weren't able to just have, you know, when you're able to go fast, it did some things that helped us be able to get him those touches, but they still were tight window throws. Uh, you know, they made it really difficult tonight. I got a lot of respect for that Bengals defense, but they found a way. And then once we got down in the tight red area, it felt like it was about 60 plays for us to be able to finally get that one in on the fade. And Cooper Cup is the man. What was the decision to go in a fourth and one on your own 30? 
you know what, sometimes you just go with a gut feel. Uh, I felt like based on uh, the way that they had played some of those short yardage situations that Cup would have a chance to be able to circle the defense. They defended it really well, but it was a great player making a great play. We don't make that play. Uh, we're not sitting up here uh, winning that game for sure. Big time play. Sam Hubbard on podium three. Does this help you and how are you feeling personally about winning a You know what? I, I would say this, Gary. I think the, the biggest thing that I've realized about this group is you're reminded of your real purpose. There's a difference between passion and purpose. The purpose is when you're doing it because you want to see the other people that you love and care so much about succeed more than really yourself. You know, everybody's got some innately selfish things, but I am so proud to be associated with this group and really whether it's Aaron Donald, Whitworth, Stafford, Eric Weddle. There's so many guys that I'm just so happy. Von Miller, Odell, you know, being able to bring those guys in. I could go on and on. The Robert Woods of the world. I love this group so much. Love these coaches. And that drives you to try to be your best within the framework of your role. And I think that's what made this team special. I say a lot of stuff, uh, you know, it, at the moment, that's how I felt. Uh, you get over it. You know, as a competitor, you have to be able to do that. But certainly, this was really satisfying to see these guys and to, to see the looks on their faces to be able to do it in the house that mr Kroenke built it, it's it's really special love this group so just so proud to be associated with them gary we talked about uh resiliency with your ball club yep. all season how much was on display today tonight you tell me there was a lot of that shit tonight <laughs> these guys did a great job i thought i thought in the most critical moments that's when they were at their best and you know, really, when you look at the way that that second half started, a lot of teams would have folded. They hit the big one to T. Higgins. Then we end up turning the football over offensively on the very first play. I thought it was a huge sudden change stop by the defense. But really, the defense, I thought, you know, because we ended up sputtering out a lot offensively in the second half, but defense just came up with stop in, stop out, to come away with seven sacks, tying a Super Bowl record. Last time that was done was uh, Super Bowl 50 when Von Miller was a part of that Broncos team. And so... Just really pleased. I think the resilience was on display in a big way. You guys hear me talk about competitive greatness till I'm blue in the face. That was on display in a big way. Guys being at their best when their best was required, and that's why they're world champions. Sean, do you see do you see this as, as the result of all of the great decisions and everything you guys have put in for the last five years that have led to this? I think it's a lot of good decisions stacked on one another, but I also think it's a lot of really mentally tough, special people finding a way to be at their best uh, in those critical moments. You know, that's what's so great about football. The best team doesn't always win, but the team that plays the best in that window of time that you're allotted wins. And I feel like in a lot of instances, um, you know, we have been the better team going into games, and then how you play in that window dictates and determines whether you win. But I'm just really pleased to be associated with a group that is not afraid to shoot their shot, take chances on things that we feel like is in the best interest of the football team. There's a lot of uh, rolled eyes at us, uh, but, you know, we believe in those things, and we're going to do things that we think are in the best interest, whether it's myself, Les, Kevin Demoff, Tony Pastors, and it all starts with Mr. Kroenke and his trust and willingness, and then the players being able to onboard the guys in the right way. Uh, it's sweet. Really happy for these guys. Hey, coach, hey, coach, coach, coach. Yes. Um, when you first came here, you said, we, not me. Yeah. And how does that apply to this team? It's... Uh, you know, we always talk about there's something special about being a part of something bigger than yourself. These guys played for one another. And I think football is the greatest team sport that there is. And when you play for that guy next to you, you trust yourself, you trust your teammates, you stay connected through the good and the bad. Good things like this can happen, and that's why these guys are where they are today. They really embodied that in the right way.
Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't talked to him about his future with, with our team. Certainly hope that means he still uh, wants to be a Ram, but guys like him are why you coach Jordan. He has elevated everybody. I think the epitome of greatness is making everybody that you're around in every situation you're a part of better. It's exactly what Aaron does. And that still doesn't do justice to what an impact that he's made in terms of elevating our whole organization. And I promise you guys, that, you know, I was mic'd up so you guys can you guys can hear. When it was the fourth down and you could see they got into the shotgun and they were probably not going to run the football, I said Aaron's going to close the game out right here. And he is the effing man. <laughs> this is going to be interesting, guys. Cooper, I, I, I know you don't really like talking about yourself, but uh, the moment after you won Super Bowl MVP, what was just going through your head of basically just your entire career, no offers, zero-star recruit, all, everything? I wasn't really where my mind was. Um, I was just looking at my family, um, looking at my wife, my boys coming out here. Everything they've sacrificed, that um, they've been through with me, that they've encouraged me through. Uh, you know, my wife's been with me since uh, senior year in high school. She's been through all of it. She's seen it all. She knows the sacrifices because she's lived the sacrifices herself as well. Um, I was just so it was so amazing being able to see them while I was up on that podium. Um, you know, there was uh, there was uh, in 2019 we walked off the field that last uh, that last time after losing to the Patriots. I wasn't able to be a part of that thing. But I don't know what it was. There's just this vision that God revealed to me that we were going to come back. We were going to be a part of a Super Bowl. We were going to win it. And uh, and somehow, somehow, I was going to walk off the field as the MVP of the game. And I shared that with my wife because I couldn't tell anyone else, obviously, what that was. But from the moment this postseason started, there was just a belief in every game. It was just, it was written already. Um, it was written already, and, and I just got to play free, knowing that um, you know I got to play from victory, not for victory. I got to play in a place where I was I was validated, not from anything that happened on the field, but because of my worth in in God and in my Father. And I'm just so incredibly thankful. I just in that moment you're talking about, I just felt like I I was just so undeserving of what that was. And that moment, because it was, I mean, the people that I've been able to play with, the people that I've been around, the players that I get to play with, to come into work with every single day, the coaches that I get to um, work with, to co collaborate with, it's just been just the perfect team, the perfect setup. Uh, I'm just so thankful for everyone that's been around me. It was, uh, I mean, it really, I don't know if it's, it still really hasn't hit me. How was, how was that vision revealed to you? How was that vision revealed to you? It was just walking off the field. It was, it was as clear as day. Um, I walked off the field, I turned around before walking back through the tunnel, and it just hit me. It was as clear as I could, as clear as I can see you guys here right now. Um, Cooper, can, pretty, pretty incredible. Can you walk us through your route uh, on, the, on the winning touchdown of what you're supposed to do on that play? It looked like you're trying to get leverage inside and then go outside. Yeah, we had a little run alert in. We can you know, call the run. If we get the look we want to, we'll get man or something. We get a zero. I think we ended up getting a zero on that one. Uh, you know, we're able to alert things, uh, alert and throw a little fade ball out there. Uh, you know, Eli Apple has been playing me pretty well the entire game. Um, really came up, challenged me, um, doing a really good job with that. And 
Yeah, he, you know, cover zero, you got that inside leverage, so I tried to just weave to his leverage, make him, you know, move in a little bit, jab him one time, and be able to just give uh, give Matthew some room to put the ball wherever he wanted to, and he made a great, you know, back shoulder throw and uh, was able to come down with it. Cooper, you had, a, you had a really, for you, a quiet two and a half quarters, three quarters, and then you, you went off, and so did the offense in the fourth. I'm just curious, you know, was it hard to stay patient knowing, hey, this is the Super Bowl, I'm trying to make a play here, and then ultimately you make the biggest play in the game? Yeah, no, it's really about just trusting your guys. Um, I've said it all year. Whatever my, whatever's asked of me, whatever my job's going to be, you know, I just want to execute to the best of my ability. Um, you know, if that is sometimes it's run blocking, it could be pass blocking, it could be just running to get someone else open, setting picks, whatever it is. I just want to execute my job to the best of my ability. And, and I trust that, you know, as the game goes on, I'll have opportunities as well. And I just want to stay ready for those things, stay locked in. You know, sometimes you're on the backside of a play, you, might, you, might, you know just based on coverage, the ball's not coming to you, but being able to work a good release, being able to work a good route and um, have a little bit of recon to saying, you know, hey, when I come back to this, when it is time for the ball to come my way, I've set this DB up uh, in this way. And you're know, just playing that game within a game. Cooper, you got that run. Cooper, 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 Cooper. Yeah, Cooper, I read that, that coming out of high school, you had no college offers, and now you're a Super Bowl MVP. What's that like? Yeah, you know, I don't really think about it. It's just part of my journey. You know, I was supposed to go to Eastern Washington. I've met so many great friends, so many guys from my time at Eastern that were standing up there with me in my wedding. Um, lifelong friendships, even people, just the community at, in Cheney, Washington, was able to make um, just relationships there. It was just a special place for me to be. I was surrounded by some really good people, some receivers and coaches that taught me a ton, challenged me and pushed me. That was just where I was supposed to be. So you know, I don't, I don't uh, hold any, I don't have any regrets or feel any grudge towards anyone. I'm just uh, thankful for the path that I've been on. Cooper, there, fourth down, like on the fourth down where you, you ran for the, the first down, why did you think, uh, why did you guys think from a strategic standpoint that was a good call that would have a good chance of success? Yeah, you know, we try to kind of match it up, make it look like maybe there was a QB sneak coming, um, try to get guys to pinch and just get out on the edge. You know, the, the belief in Sean that I was going to be able to get the ball and just be able to get one yard. You know, that was really what it is. Try to get body on body, um, get me the ball on the edge and try to get one yard was the kind of the, the idea behind that. Cooper, Cooper Coach, Coach McVay. The, the only other receiver ever to win the Triple Crown Super Bowl MVP and offensive player in the year was Jerry Rice. He did it in a career. He just did it in a season. How, how can you put in perspective what this season was for you and, and like I said, I I just feel so undeserving of all these awards and accolades. Cause I just feel like I've I've played from a I've played it from a place of freedom. I've just allowed myself to um, be in the moment every single time that there was going to be uh, that there was going to be guys alongside me to be able to make this thing come to life. It, I mean, I'm just so thankful for them. You know, this is it was, it was all these things are truly you know they're, they're team awards. You don't at receiver you don't you aren't a successful receiver without all the other ten guys on the field doing their job. So. Um, you know, each of the, each of those guys that stepped on the field, just so incredibly thankful for them. Cooper, Coach McVay said that you had some regulated looks in that last drive, looks that they weren't getting you earlier because you were getting doubled, you're getting zoned. What were those looks? What were those discussions like on the sideline? Yeah, well, Sean did a great job. We were kind of in a hurry up that whole last drive, being able to kind of keep them from setting some rushes, but also keep them in just zone calls where you can kind of put some pressure on them. You know, get calls that they just feel comfortable playing. Um, Zone some stuff off and allow uh, Matthew and I to kind of find some soft spots in there. Thank you all.